The S&P Case Shiller Index showed that home prices surged by 20% from the prior year in March. They're still expensive, folks. So now let's get the outlook, thoughts on real estate and housing overall. I'd like to welcome back to our show, Debbie Floyd, CEO of DLB Mortgage. Thanks so much for being with us. So, you know, there's so much going on. I just had a great conversation with Stephen Lee and he talked about the wealth effect. You know, if you're in the middle of a 30-year mortgage and you own a great home, the only thing that's happening to you is that your home's gaining in value and you're not paying more in rates. That's great. Um, what other trends are you seeing and why, how does it affect everybody? Well, you know, our baby boomer generation are staying in homes longer than ever before. With reverse mortgage, they've aged in place. And that was that what that loan was supposed to do. So it worked out great. But what that's done is it's kept people in their homes 15 years longer. So those homes are not being renovated and moved into and improved. They're holding steady. While the kids on the other side, the millennials, most of the baby boomers bought their first homes when they were in their 20s, early 20s. These millennials are not buying to their mid-30s when they're starting to have marriages and families now. So they're about 10, 15 years late to the game. That just means that we're slower. So that's why all this has come and happened at the same time. Then you aggravate that with the Fed going to raise rates two more times, at least in the foreseeable future. Rates are going to easily be in the six and a halfs by the end of the summer. That's going to change the way people decide to buy a house. Well, that's the whole thing in the end. I mean, when you think about the fact that everything's just going to cost more because your mortgage is going to be more, um, you mentioned six and a half percent, right? We were at five and a half percent. I mean, you could tell me where we are right now, but I know it's a, well above five at this point. Um, it's still, it, by the way, these levels are well below the averages over the last, you know, 60 years or something, but still it feels like a big change. So the question now is housing prices, have they peaked? No. No, people are still wanting to buy houses. And when you have multiple offers on houses, the prices aren't going to be going down. New buyers are going to be getting a little less house for their money because of the interest rates. But there's always going to be people moving. So houses are going to go on the market. Where I'm at in Dallas, they're on the market seven days on average. So some are selling in two days, some are making it to nine days, but seven days, that doesn't take you a long time to make a decision. You still have competition for these houses. Now, every city's a little bit different depending on how many people want to get there. But where I'm at, there's still multiple offers. No, there may not be 20 offers. There may not only be now 10, but still there's multiple offers. You've got to pay above like you do for a car, above asking price, or you're not going to get the house. Cash doesn't always work. You've got to pay more. I feel like some of the stuff that comes in gives us conflicting reports. For example, mortgage applications declining to a four-year low. What does that mean? Well, they're declining because a lot of people have given up. So a lot of my people that were looking last October, November, were still looking in January, February, March, but they, they decided just never mind. I have to renew my lease where I'm at. I'll try again next year. So they're not putting in applications. A lot of people don't want to be rushed to a decision. So they're like, I'm out. You know, it's like they don't want to go to a car dealership and move that piece of paper across the desk all the time and, and you know, bid for their car. So they just don't even want one. So a lot of people are taking themselves out and they're just sitting on the sideline and renting. However, as we talked about before on the show, rents are going up as well. So it's not safer to rent. It's always better to buy, lock in your rate. People even have a problem locking in rates now, but I try to get my clients to lock in rates. We have a 90-day lock and shop where you can lock your rates for 90 days and then continue to shop for your home, get your offer accepted. But when those 
locks run out, now instead of being at four and a half of what I locked you at, now you're gonna be at six. So you've gotta hurry. You're not getting maybe the house that you had in your dreams, but you're getting a house. A lot of people aren't waiting for that dream house now. Yeah, and you know what I think, as you mentioned, renting versus buying. I think that is the age old argument. And in my home that we have now owned for 20 years, I still wonder if we should have rented. No, <laughs> because it's no, so much. It's, well, it depends. We don't have a regular home. We live, we live in Manhattan and own an apartment, and there's a lot yeah, of costs yeah. that come with that. So maybe it's not exactly right. the same thing. But, um, well, some people, you know, it's just, yeah, go ahead. Tell me your final they, thoughts here for folks. Gonna, yeah, if they're not going to be in the home five to seven years, it is better to rent because they're gonna have those closing costs when they close the first time and then when they sell. So you really have to look at every family individually and say, am I in this for the long haul? Am I gonna buy this, live in a couple years and then turn it into an investment property and buy something else? And a lot of people are choosing to diversify out of the market, get into real estate where they know they're gonna be able to be renters. Some of these home builders that you've got on the screen, you know, their numbers are down because they still can't get supplies. They still cannot get workers fast enough to complete right. houses. There's a lot of subdivisions that are started, but they uh, are only allowing their salespeople to sell two homes a month. You know, that's not gonna make a lot and of money anybody, them, they can't finish them yeah. any faster. How about refinancing? Give me three seconds on refinancing. Still, if you haven't done it, go for it. Sure, if you're taking cash out. So a lot of people think this is a bubble, which it's not, but if they do, fine. Then take the cash out the table, take that 20% out. This is a great time to reorganize your finances pay off the high interest rate credit cards, pay off student loans, cars, whatever you're paying for, and put it into a mortgage that we can still so far right off the mortgage interest. So it's a money play. Just move your funds around to where it makes more sense in the environment going forward. We're not going backwards. We are never gonna go back to that. So we've gotta move forward. So just do what's best for your family looking forward, but get the advice of a couple different people. The investor guys are gonna want you to invest. The real estate people are going to want you to buy real estate, but you got to do what's right for your family. Wonderful to see you, Debbie Bloyd, CEO of DLB Mortgage. Nice to see you, Debbie. Thank you. Thanks.